Enchantos 58-60 of Book 3 of the Ramayana of Balmiki Translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om Wanjie Tree Canto 58 The Brothers Meeting When Rama's deadly shaft had struck The giant in the seeming buck the chieftain turned him from the place his homeward way again to trace then as he hastened onward fain to look upon his spouse again behind him from a ticket nigh rang out a jackal's piercing cry alarmed he heard the startling shriek that raised his hair and dimmed his cheek and all his heart was filled with doubt as the shrill jackal's cry rang out alas some dire disaster seems portended by the jackal's screams oh may the major dame be screamed from outrage of each hungry fiend alas if lakshman chance to hear that bitter cry of war and fear what time maricha as he died with voice that mocked my accents cried Swift to my side the prince would flee, And quit the dame to succour me. Too well I see the demon band, The slaughter of my love have planned, Me far from home, and Sita's view, The seeming dear Maricha drew. He led me far through brake and dell, Till wounded by my shaft he fell, And as he sank rang out his cry, Oh, save me, Lakshman, or I die. May it be well with both who stayed In the great hood, with none to aid. For every fiend is now my foe, For Genestan's great overthrow. And many an omen seen to-day Has filled my heart with sore dismay. Such were the thoughts and sad surmise Of Rama and the jackal's cries, And all his heart within him burned, as to his cot his steps he turned. He pondered on the deer that led, His feet to follow where it fled, And said with many a bitter thought, His home in Janistan he sought. His soul was dark with woe and fear, When flocks of birds and troops of deer Moved round him from the left, And raised discordant voices as they gazed. The omens which the chieftain viewed, The terror of his soul renewed, When, lo, to meet him Lakshman sped, With brows whence all the light had fled. Near and more near the princess came, Each brother's heart and look the same. Alike on each sad visage lay The signs of misery and dismay. Then Rama by his terror moved, His brother for his fault reproved, in leaving Sita far from aid, In the wild wood where giants trade. Lakshman's left hand he took, and then, In gentle tones the prince of man, Though sharp and fierce, their tenor ran, Thus to his brother chief began. O Lakshman, thou art much to blame, Leaving alone the metal dame, And flying hither to my side, Oh, may no ill, my spouse be tied. But ah, I know my wife is dead, And giants on her limbs have fed. 
so strange, so terrible are all, the omens which my heart appall. O Lakshman, may we yet return, the safety of my love to learn, to find the child of Janak steel, alive and free from skate and eel. Each bird with notes of warning screams, though the hot sun still darts his beams. The moan of deer, the jackal's yell, of some overwhelming misery tell. O mighty brother, still may she, my princess, leave from danger free. That semblance of a golden deer allured me far away. I followed nearer and more near, and longed to take the prey. I followed where the quarry fled, my deadly arrow flew, and as the dying creature bled, the giant met my view. Great fear and pain oppressed my heart, that dreads the coming blow, and through my left eye keenly dart the troughs that herald war. Ah, Lakshman, all these signs dismay, my soul that sinks with dread, I know my love is torn away, or happily she is dead. Canto 59 Rama's Return When Rama saw his brother stand, with none beside him, all unmanned, eager he questioned why he came, so far without the metal dame. Where is my wife, my darling she, who to the wildwood followed me? Where hast thou left my lady, where, the dame who chose my lot to share? Where is my love, who balms my woe, as through the forest wilds I go, unkinged and banished and disgraced, my darling of the dainty waste? She nerves my spirit for the strife, she, only she gives jest to life. Dear as my breath, is she who vies, in charms with daughters of the skies. If Janak's child be mine no more, in splendor fair as virgin war, the lordship of the skies and art, to me were prize of little ward. Ah, live she yet, the metal dame, dear as the soul within this frame. Ah, let not all my toil be vain, the banishment, the war, and pain. O oh, let not dark Heike win, The garden of a treacherous sin. If Sita lost, my days I end, And thou without me homeward wend. O oh, let not good Kaushalya shed Her bitter tears to mourn me dead, Nor her proud rivals Hester Bay, Strong in her son and queenly sway. Back to my court will I repair, If Sita leave to greet me there, but if my wife have perished, I, reft of my love, will surely die. O Lakshman, if I seek my cot, Look for my love and find her not, Sweet welcome with a smile to give, I tell thee I will cease to leave. O answer, let thy words be plain, Live Zeta yet, or is she slain? Didst thou thy sacred trust betray? Till ravening giants cease to pray. Ah, me, so young, so soft and fair, Lapped in all bliss, untried by care, Ran from her own dear husband, how Will she support her misery now? That voice, O Lakshman, smote thine ear, 
and feel thy wind, thy heart with fear, when on thy name for succor cried, that treacherous giant ere he died. That voice too, like mine own, I ween, was heard by the Videhan queen. She bade thee seek my side to aid, and quickly was the haste obeyed. But ah, thy fault I needs must blame, to leave alone the helpless dame, and let the cruel giants sate the fury of their murderous hate. Those blood-devouring demons all grieve in their souls for Kara's fall, and Sita, none to guard her side, torn by their cruel hands, has died. I sink, O tamer of thy foes, deep in the sea of whelming wars. What can I now? I must endure the mighty grief that mocks at cure. Thus all his thoughts on Sita bent, to Janastan the chieftain went, hastening on with eager stride, and Lakshman hurried by his side. With toil and thirst and hunger worn, his breast with doubt and anguish torn, he sought the well-known spot. Again, again he turned to chide, with quivering lips which terror dried, he looked and found her not. Within his leafy home he sped, each pleasant spot he visited, whereoft his darling strayed. It is as I feared, he cried, and there, yielding to pangs too great to bear, he sank my grief dismayed. Canto 60 Lakshman reproved But Rama ceased not to upbraid his brother for untimely aid, and thus, while anguish wrung his breast, the chief with eager question pressed. Why, Lakshman, didst thou hurry hands, and leave my wife without defence? I left her in the wood with thee, and deemed her safe from jeopardy. When first thy form appeared in view, I marked that Sita came not to. With war my troubled soul was rent, prophetic of the dire event. Thy coming steps afar I spied, I saw no Sita by thy side, and felt the sudden throbbing dart through my left eye and arm and heart. Lakshman, with fortune's marks impressed, his brother mournfully addressed, not by my heart's free impulse led, leaving thy wife to thee I sped, but by her keen reproaches sent, O Rama, to thine aid I went. She heard afar a mournful cry, O save me, Lakshman, or I die. The voice that spoke in moving tone smote on her ear and seemed thine own. Soon, as those accents reached her ear, she yielded to her woe and fear. She wept overcome by grief and cried, Fly, Lakshman, fly to Rama's side. Though many a time she bade me speed, her urgent prayer I would not heed. I bade her in thy strength confide, and thus with tender words replied, No giant roams the forest shade, from whom thy lord need shrink dismayed. No human voice, believe me, spoke, those words thy causeless fear to woke. Can he whose might can save in war, the heavenly gods ever stoop so low, and with those piteous accents call for succor 
like a caitiff troll. And why should wandering giants choose the accents of thy lord to use? In alien tones my help to crave, and cry aloud, O Lakshman, save. Now let my words thy spirit cheer, compose thy thoughts and banish fear. In hell, in art, or in disguise, there is not, and there cannot rise, a champion whose strong arm can slay thy Rama in the battle fray. To heavenly hosts he never would yield, though Indra led them to the field. To suit her does I vainly sought, her heart with woe was still distraught, while from her eyes the waters ran, her bitter speech she does begin. Too well I see thy dark intent, thy lawless thoughts on me are bent, thou hopest, but thy hope is vain, to win my love, thy brother slain. Not love, but Varad's dark decree, to share his exile, counsel thee, or hearing now his bitter cry, thy surely to his aid wouldst fly. For love of me is still the foe, thou choosest by his side to go, and now thy longest that my lord should die, and wilt no help afford. Such were the words the lady said, with angry fire my eyes were red, with pale lips quivering in my rage, I hastened from the hermitage. He ceased, and frenzied by his pain, the son of Rago spoke again. O oh, brother, for thy fault I grieve, the metal dame alone to leave. Thou knowest that my arm is strong, to save me from the giant throng. And yet couldst leave the cottage, spot, to folly by her angry word. For this thy deed I praise thee not, to leave her helpless in the cart. And does thy sacred jars forsake, for the wild words a woman's spake. Yet thou art all to blame herein, and very grievous is thy sin. That anger swayed thy faithless breast, and made thee false to my behest, an arrow speeding from my bow, has laid the treacherous giant low, who lured me eager for the chase, far from my hermit dwelling place, the string with easy hand I drew, the arrow as in pastime flew, the wounded query bled. The borrowed form was cast away, before mine eye a giant lay, with bright gold breastleted. My arrow smote him in the chest, the giant by the pain distressed, raised his loud voice on high. Far rang the mournful sound, mine own, it seemed, where accent, voice, and tone, they made thee leave my spouse alone, and to my rescue fly. End of Cantos 58, 59, and 60